Welcome to the Don't Let That Go Over Your Head podcast, starring Q the Boss. How you guys doing? Welcome back to another episode of Don't Let That Go Over Your Head podcast. I have a very, very special guest today. As you can see, I'm smiling from ear to ear. I'm very excited. But I'm going to let, listen, you have no idea how excited I am. I've studied this lady. I am honored to have her in my presence. I'm a fan. And I'm going to say I am a big fan. You know, and it's crazy to become a big fan in such a short period of time. I feel like I know the ins and outs of you because I have a very similar story. But um, I'm going to let you introduce yourself. Oh, I have to introduce myself. Uh, yes, okay. I love that. Even better. <laughs> Even better. I, usually someone else introduce, introduce, uh, introduce me. Okay. Yes. So I'm Dr. Trisha Bailey. I am a philanthropist. Yes. I'm a mother of five. Yes. I am a CEO and owner of a lot of different businesses. Yes. And I believe in helping others because I'm living my purpose. I have a book called Unbroken. Amazing book. Unbroken. Amazing. And how do you remain unbroken through storms? So my question is, how did you remain unbroken? God. Oof. God. Yes. Literally, God. Yes. yes. Once you read the book, you'll see. Only God could have sustained me and give me the strength that I have I've had over the years in order to be in the space I'm in now. Wow. wow. So I've been unbroken because I am forgiven. I'm kind. I'm yeah. loving. I am direct. And I always live according to my purpose and according to God's will. Wow. You know, it's, it's weird that a lot of people don't walk in their purpose. And the question is, when did you find your purpose? I found my purpose in 2008. Wow. 2008, wow. I was in a coma. Um, I was in a coma in California. Okay. And I've, for years, I, I was focused on building my estate, building my wealth. And in 2008, I was in a coma for eight days. I was transitioning from California to Florida. Okay. And I was, my larynx was clipped, so I wasn't able to speak, and I was wheelchair-bound. Wow. And while I was on the airplane, I was transitioning. They transitioned me off the plane. They put me in to wait for someone else to get me to the connecting flight in Atlanta. Yes. And for two hours, I sat there and I tried to get someone to help me to get to the next space. And wow. no one saw, it's like no one saw me. It's almost like I was invisible to the world. Mm. And during that time, I cried. A young girl came about two and a half hours later and she helped me to get to my, the space I need to be in. And I realized that the disabled was invisible to the world. So I decided to start my medical equipment business because I never wanted another person to feel that way. And I made sure that now that I serve the people yes. that are in need yes. and people who are, they need the strength wow. and encouragement. And from there, I, I knew that my life calling was to make sure that I am helpful in guiding and protecting the ones who, are, who needs it the most. You know what's amazing about that whole story? Actually, a testimony. They say in your darkest moments, you find your greatest light. And your darkest moment brought you your greatest light. Yes. And, and, oh, my God, I've met some of the greatest people who've met or found their purpose in their darkest moments. Yeah. And, and the fact of the matter is um, the will to want to help people. It says volumes about you, right? It says so much. And I read, I, I, when I started looking up an article on you, I started reading the struggles you went through, right? Um, the walking to get water, you know, uh, poverty, mm -hmm. right? Um, to, to what motivated this woman? Like, what, what pushed you? Like, you know, like, oh, my God. And also, heard about your grandmother. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, my grandmother's yes. amazing. She Listen, is. 
Someone is always behind the greatness of someone, yeah. right? You know, would you like to elaborate on grandma? Oh, yes, absolutely. My grandma, oh, my grandma is probably the only angel wow. that has walked on this earth. Wow. And I tell you, I, she passed away in 2006 and for, at 79. And I, for my entire life, I had never heard her complain a single moment. Wow. Wow. When I was growing up, we didn't have running water. We didn't have electricity. Yes. My grandmother will feed every kid in the community. They will show up. They'll just show up because dinner is there. And I watch her. I watch her. She will drink the broth from mm. the food that she cook mm. as her meal. So to make sure that every person had something to eat, even though she didn't have anything. Wow. And, you know, you don't recognize those things as a child. Yes. But as, as, I, as I get older and I see and be able to just remember her being in that space. I'm like the level of sacrifice yes. to be kind and yes. to care for the world. Yes. It's just, it, huh. I love my grandma. See, th these are the people that um, make life worth living. When, even when you don't have, you're still willing to give. Yes. That's, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. But that's where you can see where you get it from, yeah. right? Your grandmother. And look, you're blushing talking yeah, yeah. about her, yeah. right? She's <laughs> blushing talking about her. And, um, you know, it's, it's weird because thinking back to your whole story, it, it all came full circle. And it was meant for this to happen, mm -hmm. right? That's why this book is so powerful. And I, I, I highly recommend this book. It's amazing. You know, her testimony, her story, trials, uh, triumph, and, and building an empire an empire strong and also still staying humble. Yeah. That's what I have to give you flowers on. Very humble. Thank you. No, listen, it, it says a lot. A lot of people aren't humble, right? So people use the word humble, right? Okay. They say you're humble. I believe that you should treat every person exactly the same, regardless yes. of who they are. So yes. I just live that. So they, everyone else say you're so humble and so okay. forth and so on because money doesn't drive me. Okay. Caring for others moves me being wow. kind to someone if someone's kind to me being kind to others that's what moves me that's what moves my needle you know something uh, a good friend of mine he he brought me on his yacht and i was so excited the first time i ever went on a boat and he was like why are you so excited no he said to me i'm so excited i said why are you so excited you sound like you're more excited than me he said he by doing this for you makes me feel more fulfilled yes. and i actually yes. smiled and i said i took that same initiative and want to help others. Yeah. And that's what this whole movement is about. You know, inspiring, uh, motivating, encouraging. You know, I'm sitting here humbly saying you inspire me, right? And the reason why I say it, because you come from pretty much nothing. Nothing. Less than nothing. Less than nothing. <laughs> yeah. But to still know that you can. Yes. You know, yeah. and through God you have, yes. right? And my next question for you is, what do you think is one of the main reasons economically a lot of people are further behind. What do you think is the main reasoning? Discipline. 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 Yes. The inability to be disciplined. Yes. Um, financial literacy and discipline are the two main components where most people are. Yes. I read something today I was, as I was scrolling. Yes. And someone spent 20000 or $40,000 on Beyonce, Beyonce tickets. tickets. Beyonce tickets. That his grandmother just left him. Yes. Yes. I'm like, please get me this child so I can shake him. Yes. You could have bought a house. Yes. You could have invested this in so many other things so that you can actually build wealth. Yes. And being on Beyonce tickets. Yes. I love you, Beyonce. 
But I'm not spending 40 grand on your tickets. No, no. So many other things you could do with it. Yes. Especially him starting from scratch. Yeah. Now he's put himself back to starting from scratch. Yeah. You know, um, when you when you see people like that, um, you, like you said, it's the financial literacy. How can we help ignite a, do, a different mentality? Mm-hmm. Like, how can we, outside of just inspiring it, because one thing to be inspired, but discipline, like you said, how do you keep people disciplined? And also yourself, by someone hearing, how do you keep yourself focused? It may inspire them to remain uh, diligent and also focused. So you, I, I can't keep someone disciplined. Neither can you. Of course. They have to keep themselves disciplined. Yes. You have to be personally accountable for what you're doing. Yes. So the way that I keep myself disciplined, the way I have kept myself disciplined, that's why most people don't know who I am yes. now. Because I had to keep my head down yes. while I'm doing the grind. Yes. So even now, like a lot of people I don't know. Yes. and But I don't know them because I don't spend time trying to figure out who's famous and who's movement and all those yes. things. And the reason why I don't do that is because I still remain in the place where I want to be in treating every person. So well, no matter who you are, yes. I don't care if you're Bill Gates. I don't care if you're the president. I don't care if you are in a homeless shelter. You will be treated exactly the same way by me. Wow. With no exceptions to that. Being, uh, being disciplined, I have, I've had it forever, really. Yes. And walking three and a half miles to school kind yes. of build that yes. discipline. Yes. Not having anything. And then when I, when I went to high school, my mom used to give us $10 a week. Yes. And I was like, okay, I got to save six. I got to figure out how to save six of the 10. And I've been practicing doing that. You got to practice doing those things. If you have a bonus from your job, yes. it's called a bonus. It means you're not supposed to be spending it. You're supposed to be saving and investing that bonus. Yes. You're supposed to live on yes. whatever your base is. Every single check that you earn, every money that you earn, you must take a portion to invest in yourself. Yes. And because when you leave, if you do leave that job and want to start your own thing, now yes. you actually have money. Yes. You have money that you'll be able to go to the bank and say, I have saved $20,000. The bank more likely will lend you 20000 or 40000 because they see that you have something. Agreed. But if you go with zero... Can't get nothing. You're not getting anything. Nothing plus nothing equals nothing. nothing. Right, exactly. What do you say, like, uh, as far as investing? I see you were, you were in stocks. Mm-hmm. Um, I must say that I'm astonished that you were a college athlete. I could have went to any school. You know, my, I was... Your story is just amazing. And also, growing up in Hartford, Hartford is not the nicest area. No. And you, you know, me and my partner know Hartford very well. And it's not the nicest area. So coming from Jamaica to Hartford, right, to go into, to, to pursue a uh, degree and become a doctor. Wow. Well, you, it's just yeah. immaculate. It, it, I don't even know if I can create a word to, to, to say you, who you are. It's, I couldn't even create it. I'm so... Astonished. Wow, thank you. <laughs> now listen, it's amazing because I know the story. I, 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 grew, I went through the story myself, right? My family is my purpose, giving them a better life, mm. right? That's my purpose. And uh, helping others is my purpose. My vision is to encourage, right? And to leave uh, my words, opposed to just economics. Mm-hmm. I want to leave an impact on people's lives. And I'm going to tell you, you left a major impact on my life. You're leaving an impact on my life now. Thank oh, wow. you. Wow, <laughs> wow. Thank Listen, you. Listen, you, you, you never know your story, what it can do for someone. I think I'm disciplined, but I'm about to be extremely disciplined. You know, you talk about saving a lot. Uh-huh. I do. What do you think is the value of saving and what is the purpose of saving? Being able to build your foundation. Yes. So I, during the time, so right now, I am very given. I'm very kind. 
Now I'm not just gonna. I don't have. I don't have a money tree in the backyard. Of course, of course, so, of course, of course. Yeah, so let's let's clarify this because yes. I think some people think I have a money tree in the backyard. Of course, I am very kind and given. Um, but my kindness comes in many forms. My kindness yes. could be a no. My yeah. kindness could be an advice. My kindness be, could be an encouraging word. Yes. And my kindness could be also giving you a resource. Uh, but I'm naturally kind. In, in regards to saving, you have to build a foundation. If you don't have a foundation, because the most important part of the house is what? The foundation. foundation right? Yes. So once you build that foundation, yes. then you start investing. So that's where savings come in, is building a foundation. Yes. You start investing. Investing in things that you know about. Not in things that somebody come over here and said, hey, let's put $20,000 on XYZ and you have no idea how to run a concert. You don't know what is going yes, on here. Yes. You may end up losing your shirt yes. or getting robbed. <laughs> Either one. Things that you actually know about yes. that can sustain you and can build upon what you already have. But yes. you don't use the entire savings to do the investment. There's a portion of it. Yes. Whether you did 25% of it or 50% of it, yes. because if that investment doesn't work out in your favor, yeah. then you'll be back to zero. Agreed. Agreed. So pretty much that's how, that's why savings is so important. The foundation. I got to ask a major question. Do you think it is extremely important for everyone to own real estate? Yes. And why do you think so? Because, you know, land, there's only, we don't make any more. You can't make any more land. Yes. <laughs> so you cannot make any more land. Yes. You, it's literally, it's going to appreciate. So even if the market might turn a little bit, go down 20%, it's going to come back and it's, you're going to continue making. So I encourage all my mentees who are trying to start yes. their saving. The yes. first investment you should really do is your first house. So there are different ways to do that. Yes. So you could be saving for your down payment. Yes. But there's also first time home buyers program FHS. that will assist you with the yeah. with your down payment. Yes. Find those things. Locate those things. Make sure that everything that you're buying, you figure out how to get a discount on it. That's how yeah. I did it. Every single thing. I still cut coupons now. I don't I, you I, I don't I need do a shop, but I cut I them because it makes me feel good that <laughs> <laughs> I'm saving money. <laughs> Listen, if you can get two jellies for the price of one. <laughs> Why not? Why right? Not? Why not? Right? You know, it's weird because a lot of people say, um, Q, you, you're very frugal. And I think the definition of frugal is shopping within my means and living within my means. Um, in our culture, a lot of people tend to excessively mm -hmm. live beyond their means. And I think that's hindering a lot of people from moving to the next position. Yeah. You know, I think economics is a vehicle that can help you move into a next space, the next chapter. So... My next question is, what is the next chapter of you? Next chapter? The book is being written as we speak. <laughs> this book is nowhere near completion. And I'm excited about the next chapters. The next chapter is um, being able to touch people, especially brown and black women across yes. the globe. Um, men as well. But being able to help them to be able to see a different light, be able to change the narrative that surrounds us black women. Yes. That's my next chapter. I'm loving that. You know, I, I, I preach unity. I preach uh, economically pooling, um, families working together. I, I see, like you said, the foundation. And I realize that you have to build your foundation. As a woman, I know a lot of men tend to have this ego masculinity macho. How do you walk into it? Because I know there's a woman looking like a lot of men are trying to suppress women, mm -hmm. especially vo uh, vocally. Mm -hmm. As a woman, how do you assert yourself and establish of like, I'm here. 
and you're going to hear me roar. So I keep my blinders on. Mm. Always. My blinders are always on. So, you know, I, I deal with sexism more so now in the space I'm in because there's yes. not many black women in the billionaire space. Um, so I deal with sexism even more so now than ever. But my blinders are always on. Wow. I am always focused. I am focused on my my goal. So you could be saying whatever it is that you say, a racist thing, a sexist thing over here. Mm -hmm. You, you don't matter because now that I'm in this space, I'm able to make real changes. Wow. I'm able to make decisions that affect myself yes. and affect women that look like me globally. Mm -hmm. But until I get to this space, and the reason why I've always kept my blinders on is because I knew that in order to really make real changes, I have to have real power. Wow. And at this point, I have a little bit of power because I have a lot of money. Yes. And I can actually write a check to make, make you change happen. and make things happen. I gotta ask this next question. I'm, I'm sorry, give me one second. <coughs> Something went in my mouth. Being a, starting out with, with 10,000 and then going to the six figure space, then going to the seven figure space. Now you're in the billionaire space. The billionaire space. Is it the same discipline to get to those levels? Oh yeah, it is. It's the same. Same, there's no difference. Wow. It's actually harder. To sustain. <laughs> it's, it's harder. To get to the hundred thousand, yes, and to get to the first million, like a lot harder actually. Yes, yes, because once you have the money, you just have to know what to do, how to invest. Agreed. The the issue is getting from the zero to the ten, yes. and the hundred, and then the million. Yes. Once you get there, though, now things just start flowing because wow. you know what you're doing. Wow. But you have to stay structured. You have to stay disciplined and structured. It's like the start of the race is the hardest part, right? You got to get the time right. Yes. She's a runner, guys, so you have to yes. understand. She, you start. Just give me a little bit. I'm sorry, my throat. I'm sorry. It's okay. Thanks, doll. I do this so much. My voice is like shot. But um, she's a runner, guys. So you know, as a runner, your starting is your your hardest part. So basically, in economics and finances, it's the same sector, right? Yes. Or the same attitude. Yes. You know, so. Getting started is about saving, discipline, mm -hmm. and also uh, consistency, consistency, right? Consistency. And the other thing with me, I do not start anything I don't finish. I'm like obsessive about finishing. Like, it doesn't matter how hard it is, I'm going to figure out how to get to that finish line. Wow. So the runner part that yes. comes in. <laughs> and I must finish. I must cross that finish line at the same intensity as I started. You know, the greatest... Uh, as far as running I've ever seen, is remember when the guy cramped up and his dad came and he limped himself all the way to the finish line? Yeah. I think that was one of the greatest races I ever witnessed because what it meant to me, you don't start nothing, you don't complete. You and saying what you're saying, you know, what, do you, what is the completion now? What is the final chapter of Trisha Bailey? Dr. Trisha Bailey. The final chapter... Um Changing lives. Wow. Changing lives. I love it. Yeah. You're so selfless. Yeah. So selfless. Yeah, thank you. And I, I love this because we make everything about us. And uh, most people live for self-gratitude. Mm -hmm. This is one of the reasons why I think you said a lot of people don't know who you are because you're selfless. You know, it's team, you know, and the world needs to think more like that. You know, I'm, I'm baffled. You know, once you start, once you start knowing and, and, Caring for other people. Yes. The universe, whichever God you serve, because we all serve the same God. We just go through, get to God through a different means. Agreed. Right? Agreed. So the universe will make sure that you are okay. 
Yes. You may not get that back from the same person yes. who you gave it to, yes. but the universe will always take care of you. Well, I am not vengeful in any regard. I've well, never, ever taken revenge on anyone. Now, do I get upset? Yes, yes of course. I'm not human, just human, human, right? Yes. And every single time someone has ever hurt me, I have, God has shown me and witnessed, I've witnessed the change in their lives and to show me that I am real. I am here. Wow. I am present. Wow. I am for you. Wow. And I have chosen you to be in the space. And so I remain yes. disciplined wow. to his calling yes. and to my purpose of being kind, loving, and caring to the people who are around me. And, and uh, the Bible says, uh, the Lord says, vengeance is mine. Yes. And he speaks of making your enemy your footstool. You know, and that's pretty much what I'm hearing. Yeah. You know, and I, you sound like a believer, extremely. Yeah. I'm very, I very much so. Listen, um, I think when you worship someone and you know who's your creator, mm -hmm. you tend to understand it's bigger than us. It is. You know, it's for someone, a young entrepreneur who's inspiring to even get to any kind of level, what would you tell them outside of just discipline, resilience, or consistency? What else would you tell them? Write your goals down. At the start of every year, even now, I get a notepad and I write all my goals down. Wow. I write down the processes. I write down where I am, all the goals. And I use my goals are always written in numbers, by the way, because wow. numbers are not changeable. See, I can say I want a lot of money. My lot of money might be completely different from your lot of money. Agreed. Agreed. So when I, when I put my book down, like, for example, my book this year says $2 billion. Wow. So now I'm breaking down how am I going to get to this $2 billion? Yes. If I'm selling, like for example, let's say your goal is ten thousand dollars and yes. you're selling t-shirts. Yes. How many t-shirts do I need to sell in order to get to ten thousand? You write that number down. Yes. What is it that I need to do in order to sell the first t-shirt? Who do I need to call in order to move this needle to the next step? So every single thing that you do, you must because you keep yourself accountable. Yes. And you also yes. put that in the universe and said, This is what I want. And I also tell everyone what my goals are as well. Wow. Because I say, if I'm telling them, they're going to say, so did you accomplish that yet? And then I could be like, yeah, I actually did. I actually did. So it motivates you and it kind of makes you accountable to yourself yes. and to others that are around you. You know what I love? I love your outlook because I like to speak on what I want to do. And a lot of people don't like it. And they get frustrated, like, you should stop telling people. And I'm like, I want the disbelievers to disbelieve. Because I'm not telling them because I need them for confirmation. I'm just saying because this is what I want to do. Mm -hmm. I'm speaking it into existence. I'm, yeah. and, and also, the, the naysayers are the, the believers. They're going to definitely not believe. And I want that energy because I, it inspires me more. Yeah. Right? I, I guess they say uh, jealousy motivates some people. And I think that's how I get some time. You know, not, not in a bad way. But looking at it like, I, I need you to not believe because I believe. And uh, they say faith the size of a mustard seed. Mm -hmm. I think I have faith the size of a, a, a tree or, you know, an oak tree. I have faith, right? And um, before we get out of here, I want to ask you, um, how can someone keep up with you? Because right? I know someone is going to ask me everything about you. How can someone stay in contact with you? Because I see she has an Instagram. How can someone stay in contact with you? Your life story is amazing. So my Instagram is creating my own yes. I love that. And my Facebook is Trisha Bailey. What What is the creating my own yes mean? It means that I had to 
jump over the hurdles. Yes. Go under the hurdle, go around the hurdles. I had to overcome all the challenges I had to battle. I had to lift myself up when things were at its very worst. Yes. And I had to make my way. So there's a thing when my, my company, my employees, if they're trying to do something, my executive, they're trying to do something, trying to do something, and they says, okay, we need Dr. Bailey now. And then I get on the phone and I call whomever or I'm doing whatever. Yes. And it just happens like that. And you're like, how do you do that? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. Yes. Because usually I'm able, to, I'm able to read people yes. very, very well. And yes. I can tell tones and I can tell body languages. Yes. And so somehow God just always makes sure that whatever it is I'm doing. He's going to do it. It happens. It. it happens. I got to ask a question. Would you say that most people psychologically oppress themselves more than the world? Absolutely. Absolutely. One thousand percent. You think so? Yeah. I agree. Absolutely. I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. And what would be like signs that you can to, to prove that to you in a sense? So whenever, whatever it is, whatever yes. the situation is, if you're not looking at it in a positive light, so it could be the worst thing. Yes. Someone could cut you off while you're driving. And instead of, for me, what goes to my brain? Okay, well, maybe it was an accident. They don't know. They okay. don't know that they cut, they cut me off. Yes. Right? Someone else is like, you effing blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yes. And now that's the negative way to look at that. So yes. in every aspect, every single thing, I see the good in people. I see the good in things. I see the good in, in the world. I don't, so I lead by, tr I trust everyone. Everyone get 100% trust. And now you prove me wrong, then you, you know, yes, I yes. let you go because yes. you're not a part of my space. Yes. So that's, that's just how I am in general. And I think that if more people were like that, yes. I, their lives would be different. I love that because I was actually talking to your publicist and I said, I start with 100% respect. People say all the time that you have to earn respect. I disagree with that statement. I think everyone starts at 100%. And it's on you to lose that respect. Yes. I think if the world had that more of a mentality, you know, I treat people the way I want to be treated. Yes. And I respect people the way I want to be respected. I think everyone should start at 100%. I'm not going to look at a person and say, you don't look the way I want you to look, so therefore I don't like you. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, we could be the best of friends yeah. and the best of business partners. Yes. You know? So for a young person out there, or even an older person that's looking to become their better selves, her story is a story. Her book is a great starting point, right? Unbroken. It's, I'm reading this book, and while I'm reading, I'm getting goosebumps. And I'm not saying that because you're sitting here. I'm getting goosebumps. Because when someone is so relatable, but differently from two different worlds, but still the same world, it shows you that who am I to complain about my starting point? I need to focus more on my end game opposed mm -hmm. to where I started. Yeah. And that's the strength I get more from you, right? It's not about the starting. I love mm -hmm. it. I embraced it. I, I love the challenge because it made me. I think your start has made you so disciplined. It's so disciplined. Yeah. And, and I love that about you. Yeah. You know, you, we can give you flowers all day. <laughs> Thank You're you. amazing. Thank you. Thank you. You know? Thank you. But guys, Dr. Trisha Bailey, I am honored to have her sit with me. You know, this, this is going to go viral. I already know what it is. It's going to go viral. I'm going to make sure it goes viral. But until um, next time, guys, don't let that go over your head. <laughs>